we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Edward? Doing great. Enjoying the weather, even though we have had some rainy days. It's it's getting better here in New York City. Yes, it is. It's spring. I mean, it is rainy, but we're getting April showers in May. I love that we, I don't know why we feel possessed to do a weather report. I think it's because we usually sit by my window and it's, yes, yeah, so we're always, it's the first thing we see. We're seeing the view, yeah. you know? I'm always like, what's it like outside? It's this beautiful. Big old city. It's well, how have you been? Fine. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, I uh, w- love that we only had four shows this week. It yes. was a little more digestible in terms of uh, time, getting everything in. Yeah, for uh, sure. But uh, sad to see New Jersey and Summer House end, mm-hmm. but Atlanta and Beverly Hills are so good that I'm okay with it. And do we, do we have anything else new coming? Dubai is coming oh, uh, yeah. beginning of June. And y'all, if you haven't watched the Wait. Dubai trailer yet, you must. It is so good. There's a big surprise at the end. We're not going to uh, spoil it. No. But, there's but a big watch surprise. the Real Housewives of Dubai trailer if you have not yet. I believe it's June 1st or okay. something like that. I'm taking your word for it. Uh, And, you know, the Karen Huger spinoff is finishing up right now, which we're not watching. Sorry. We just couldn't get into it. But uh, I don't know if we've... No, Potomac isn't coming back yet anytime soon. And we haven't had a date yet for when Girls Trip Part 2 is starting in yeah, the, I, uh, Berkshires. I think I was going to try to look that up, but I don't... Yeah, I don't know if we have an official date yet. I don't think we do. Time. So yeah. Dubai is on the horizon. But again, Jer- uh, not Jersey, uh, Beverly Hills yes. and Atlanta are so good that mm-hmm. I don't care. They yeah. just reminded me how good the show should be. And, you know, again, and Summer House in New Jersey were great, but like... And this, yeah, no, this week, Atlanta and Beverly Hills really, they were the stars. And we'll get to those two at the end. Yeah, let's we'll, start with Summer House and New Jersey since those shows ended. And it's like, let's move on. Okay, cool. Great. So Summer House, this was part two. So we didn't know if there was two or three parts of this reunion. I assume there were two, but they were, they were being very cryptic and vague about... Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, they're like part two of the reunion. And I was like, okay, so they're part three they never said like final part yeah shocking conclusion they, exactly yeah, none of that none of the, that teaser so it had me very confused but i mean it wasn't too like a crazy i guess i mean everyone hates Lindsay. it feels like every single person except for danielle and carl danielle carl I, well the boys i don't think and have Kyle. a problem with her but the boys usually don't the the women really don't like yes. her and i sort of said this last week i don't really blame them i see their point of view i see what they're seeing and why they feel the way they do about Lindsay. uh-huh and since we're on the subject the you know they all said at the end of the day that they're excited slash supportive of Lindsay and carl but no one really feels super gung-ho about it not even danielle and you know i know you and i are really hopeful about them and really we're really excited i think a lot of people were but watching them this part yeah. of the reunion and just seeing everyone's reaction and kind of hearing their story now fully uh, from beginning till end. I'm, I mean, I'm happy. Carl seems happy, I guess. And that's sort of how everyone else, everyone else sort of said that like, Oh, if, as long as Carl's happy, I'm happy. But it, something doesn't feel right. It feels forced. It feels like a brand they're trying to push. It feels like a story they're trying to craft. Uh, 
and I don't know. Lindsay looks great. I'm glad that she's been really solid with Carl and his, yeah. and his sobriety and has taken it upon herself to do it as well. But I don't know. It didn't, I, I, it bummed me out. It was not what I was hoping it would be. I, I this is going to be wild. I don't know if you're going to like this take or not, but Lindsay in, in vain of what you're talking she about. She looks great, by the way. Oh, she looks, looks fantastic. Amazing. Looks bright, yeah, looks the, good on her, however. It's it's, it's reminding me, fishy. like, why it's good, you know, to not drink. <laughs> yeah. Because you look incredible. <laughs> exactly. But she, Lindsay was giving me hard Teresa vibes. I hate <gasps> to say it. Like, it was so, oh. so Teresa the way that she was, like, defending herself and, like, Defending Carl and being like, it's the vibe, just the vibe of it, of it all. Like, no matter how much logic people will throw at her, she's just going to literally deflect, 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 and stick to her story and not change her yeah. point of view. It was really... Honestly, like, that's not completely far off. I actually agree with you there. It was it was a very Judice vibe. And I was like, not that I like didn't like it. Like, it was, it was great TV, but... I can but... see... But it's so funny you say that, because now thinking about how Paige and Ciara and Maya were reacting all kind of just like, there's just this element of defeat in their eyes and in their demeanors. Like this last part, yeah. of the, like they've, they've all, I think they're also exhausted trying to get Lindsay to see why. Well, Paige not even turning to her right. The entire the reunion. Entire reunion. I felt really bad for Paige at the end of the day. And I felt bad that, and I'm glad that her and Carl like made up because yeah, I, that I don't like, like that they're fighting. Like that. Yeah. That was, that was I weird. I do like Carl a lot. Yeah. I, so do I. And I like Lindsay too. I just think it's a, they're both going through a really weird time. I think I don't know. I feel I the, the the I don't know if you've seen it. You probably don't because you don't follow them on Instagram. I no, don't I think. don't. No, but like it's it's a lot. Like it's even Andy, I mean Andy and everyone was like saying like the photos. They're, they're since constant. they've been together, it's just them, 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 them all yeah, the time. Yeah, stories. It's like. It seems like you were saying like it's a brand, I think. And I don't think people wanted to say anything negative because I don't think people want to get attacked online. Well, and like even more so than that, like if they're both happy, like I want to be happy for them. But like it's so weird seeing like Instagram couples or like people who like it has to be all about the look. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just seems. And it's funny dis- now that you now that you mentioned that even seeing them in the wild when we were at the Tom Sandoval show. Yeah. It felt very their appearance there even felt very curated. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's a bummer. I was kind of hoping for like a oh how great. Like they're in love and it's great and people are happy and Lindsay's like a better person and Yeah. It's but all, it just seemed everything seems seemed a little off. Shady and off, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. What well, we'll see what happens. Well obviously I'm sure they're gonna be both be in the winter house, I think. Uh, they'll make an appearance. Point. The only other thing that we really covered was finally I think we dove into the Kyle and Amanda Well of it all. So there was a lot of also issues with Danielle, before we get into Kyle and Amanda, we'll talk about just Danielle and Ciara. Oh, and Ciara. That's we right. The end of that. So there was a couple different things that got brought up. And I mean, one of them, Danielle felt hurt in a lot of different ways. And I honestly did not realize until this reunion, like the the way that Ciara threw the glass at Danielle. I didn't see it either. I'm glad they slowed it down because I didn't really grasp that no I kind of thought it was just like the water and then it kind of was like tossed or whatever no I thought it was like Elisa Rinna like slam, slam like, the glass down on the table okay. and it shatters and things she go. like chucked a, a fully wine glass at her chest yeah it was shocking but yeah seeing that was crazy and so I get why Danielle was like dude you didn't even reach out yeah and that's kind of 
you know, upsetting for me. But then Danielle also brought up that Ciara basically said she was the only person of color in the house. Um, up until like, um, when Maya came in and Danielle was like, well, then what am I, you know? Right. Like, and Ciara was like, I'm, I'm really me. sorry. Yeah. I meant, I mean, black person. It's just like, and I also, and I also felt for Ciara a little bit when she's like, you just have to be so it's careful. Just, it's so yeah. careful, especially someone like me. I, you have to be so politically correct and like, it's exhausting. And it's like, I'm sorry, you know, like, but I would never mean to, you know, diminish you or like who, who you, you are, are as yeah. a woman of color. Like that's not, you know, um, that's the thing. It, it's, it sucks to see them at odds when they have so much in common and they actually probably could be good friends. I just think this like Lindsay thing has really put like a splinter in like whatever friendship they could have had. Oh, a hundred percent. I I think so as well. I think, I think this Lindsay and it sounds like Lindsay and Danielle are kind of on an Island on their own. And it kind of seems like that you can, you can really tell because even Amanda at this point is kind of over them. That, yeah, that made me sad because Amanda really, her and Lindsay don't do not seem close anymore at all. Well, I think Lindsay honestly has really, really alienated herself. And I think this summer did it. I mean, this summer, it when was all, all about them, her. Uh, when they took that break and all of them were like, oh my God, like, you know, they love Carl, but they feel like Lindsay's like brainwashed him or like done something to convince him to be with her or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I wish they were saying more because they, that happened. And then later when they were like, who was approving of Lindsay and Carl, everyone sort of raised their hands. So I'm like, why are they not saying something? something? I, oh, I mean, it was a great season. It's honestly one of the best seasons of Summer House I think we've seen in a minute. Yeah, um, it's it's on. I, made I better by right. the fact that Hannah wasn't on it. I uh, just want to say that one more time before we close out. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see Winter House come in the fall. Uh, but it'll be good to take a break. Yes, it's going to be nice to have a little bit of a break, but yeah. I need Winter House. I need to see. I want to keep seeing... Paige and Craig, but I want to see them in. Oh, Southern Charm is coming back too. Yes, uh, but hopefully we'll see. Pa- I think we'll see Paige on that show. Oh, we will. We are definitely co- covering Southern Charm. That is yes. one of my shows. That is yeah. one of the All Star. That's shows. fair. That's fair. We will. We will. Uh, shall we move on to the finale of New Jersey? Yes. Let's move on to so that. What did we cover, <laughs> Mr. Man with the notes? What did we okay, cover? Okay. So yeah. Part? So well. We find out that Bill cheated for two months. It was like it was or three months. It was oh, something it was crazy. It was like two or three months. It was long. So yeah. So I wrote down two months, but I thought it was three months, and or sorry, I guess it was three months. And she went to Miami to catch him, and he was like turned on by that. And then like that's when they it like made, it made better. Up. It's and crazy. It's really and everyone's faces when she said that. It was like what? It was it's so some weird kinky role play. There's so like, much more to this story than like we so we much knew. more than any of us knew. It, but like that was the thing is like she said, you know, Bill was a, is a good man who did a bad thing, and which is totally fair. Which is fair, and she had said, you know, he was apologetic. He stopped it. We made up. We decided to move forward. And Dolores even popped in and said, you know, yeah, that's the thing. He was remorseful. Like, Frank wouldn't call the girl even to let her no. know. And so I like that that, that distinction was made. However, I, I'm glad that Jen also realizes that to us, Bill was this, like, jerk-off all season who just sat there and didn't do anything and didn't want to get involved and didn't want to get engaged. And, like, again, I get it now hearing from her perspective and understanding where her and Bill are coming from. I get why maybe he was shut down, but, like, he could have done better. And I think she'll agree because like, you know, he does tend to sit on the sidelines and not engage. So, yeah. and I think that she's being better about getting him 
into the game. But yeah, I'm glad that that got, got cleared up. Yeah, Jen and Marge also seem to be on on moving forward on better terms, which is good to see. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think mean, there that was they, still like a hiccup, obviously, because but. unlike Teresa, Jen at the end of the day can like sometimes admit when she's wrong, and she can also see when she when logic is just brought to her face. Like Jen is pretty yeah. good about acknowledging it and admitting when she's wrong. She doesn't dig her heels on like Teresa, so Lord, I, I had a feeling that they were going to be able to make up. So. Finding out Polly and Frank don't get along is now we're jumping to Dolores is it's not shocking to me, but it's upsetting. Agreed. A hundred percent. It's not shocking. I think it gives me the feeling that Polly is actually really, really good. Like a real contender. Yeah. A real contender for Dolores. I think that like Dolores is falling hard and is like, this could be a real deal thing. And Frank sees that. I think Frank is jealous and Frank doesn't want that to come between what they've got going. Yeah. I think David, or I think Frank always like was fine with people like David. Cause like, you know, David was a good guy, but nothing was ever going to really come of it. Yeah. Like he was literally like, I think that Polly really like making Dolores like fall head over heels and it's freaking Frank out. And so he's like, no, I'm not having it. But yeah, I mean, I want them to get along though because you we, can tell Dolores is really, really she's into her, she, him. I mean, what did Danny say? Like, this is the most pissed I've seen her all day. Yeah, was talking about this situation right here. Yeah, because I mean, it, the, both men are important in her life, so it's like, why can't they, you know? Get and along, Frank, but, after everything you've put this woman through, like you're you, living with David, like and his yeah, girlfriend. You shut the fuck up and you support Dolores, and you, yeah, stop. If she's happy, that's all that matters. Seriously. Oh my gosh. So annoying. Um, should we move to Louis? So the, the interrogation of Louis happens and I got to say at the end of this, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I know you're going to say, and I, I think I'm going to say, I agree with you. Like I don't hate Louis anymore and I kind of get Louis. And I think honestly, Louis is a better person than Teresa. LOL. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. That's like a little too far for me. But what I will say is like, I, like Louis more than I like Teresa. <laughs> I like Louis. I, I, I'm shocked. I'm saying this, him explaining the video. It, all of that makes sense to me. Like a hundred percent. Do I, do what, do, do I like it? No. Would I hear that and like be friends with that person or date that person? No. Probably not. Like would I get involved in that world? No. But does it make sense? 100%. And would I have stopped talking about it months ago? Yes. yes. Which is exactly the point that Marge is trying to make. That like, there you go. If you had just get ahead of it and talk about it, people, can, fine. people will decide whether they're like pro or against you, but they'll move on to something else and they won't keep talking about it. And it's so funny that like Louis, I think that's why I like Louis more than Teresa is that at least Louis will acknowledge that like Marge wasn't trying to get out, wasn't out to get them, wasn't trying to stir shit up, wasn't trying to create drama, wasn't the one that planted stories in the press. Yeah. Like at least Louis can acknowledge that, that like well, like logic, you know, Teresa is just such a crazy person. She is. And like, we come to find out also at the end of the, the reunion that Louis lost his job because of everything that was said about him and all of the articles by the, by, by the people that he used to date slash be married to his yeah. ex-wives and ex-lovers and ex-girlfriends. So all of this is kind of, you know, 
ruined his career. Like the company he And Teresa runs. just needs someone to be mad at. So she blames Marge. And yeah. it was, I mean, Louis also forgives Marge. He goes over to each of the women and gives them a hug and talks to them. Joe Gorga Teresa's gives him about a, uh, to kill herself when, yeah. she, when, Mar- when Marge and Louis are waking up. She's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. She's just so like wants to but be so angry. But also him going over to her and being like, this, this behavior is not looking good on you right now. Like, Ooh, yeah. you need to but stop. That, but then again, that's the thing. Like, I like Louis. And then we go he back to him like being that. creepy and crazy and controlling and manipulative. Being like, if you love me, you'll calm down. Like, yeah. ooh. Ooh, yeah. creepy. I was wondering what part of the reunion was going to be Andy freaking out, being like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And it was during that. It was when Marge and Teresa were arguing over whether or not Marge was the reason that Louis lost oh my his God. job. It makes me so happy to see Andy freak out. A, because I have dinner reservations and I need to get out of here, so shut the fuck up. And then later, just... He finally, after all these years of trying to get Teresa to agree that two plus two equals four, after all these years of her saying, no, it's five... He freed, he just lost his fucking shit. Yeah. I don't think he could handle it. No. Um, and I don't think he likes her. I, I think, don't think, I just don't. I think he, I think he has a soft spot for her and feels for her. It's like an old family friend or an old family member that you just have yeah, to like, love. Yeah, exactly. But it's like I think he's like, God, like, oh, I just think you're again. so stupid and I can't handle you. I cannot handle the stupidity. Well, I think everyone is kind of over her at this point. Like she's so like the ego has gone to another level with Teresa. Like, and again, it makes me hard to understand why people fight so hard for her off of the show and like want to throw Melissa under the bus so much. It like, doesn't make sense. Like I'm sure Melissa is a narcissist and is all those things. Like you, you have to be a little crazy and a little ridiculous to be on on a show like this. Like, duh. But I'm sorry, between the two of them, like, I don't know. Melissa may just have her game just sewn up and maybe just has her like her strategy just like on point. Whereas yeah. Teresa has just not, never figured out how to <laughs> figure like she like Teresa, know. like she's the, never the, figured out how to be good on the show. Exactly. She, well, she just is herself for better or for worse. And right now she's the phenomenon of having a camera on her just brings out this crazy person. Yeah, I don't know. Like she was so cool on ultimate girls trip. And then this season on Jersey, she's so like crazy. I think, she's I, so well, I think she gets, uh, maybe, maybe she does get super crazy when it comes to people that she's decided that she loves. She's just going to go feral She's going to go full, full <laughs> insanity. Okay, whatever. All right. Well, I think like that's pretty much everything that we need to cover for the Jersey reunion, except for the fact that um, Tiki and Tracy were cut from the reunion. They were there. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, LOL. Moment. They were not in a single moment. I think they just decided that like they're, they're, they're out. Are they, are they, I didn't done? see Tracy at all. I only saw Tiki, I think. I don't remember seeing Tracy whatsoever. I think maybe she and Melissa talked off camera or so not off camera, but off reunion stage, like during a break, but they weren't in any other part of the You know what? It's fine though. It's, we didn't need her. Like what? I mean, what did they do except that one scene at the, like uh, at the retreat thing that Tracy organized? What a weird, this is okay. I got to say, this is the weirdest like housewife I think we've ever had. Like was she an official, was she a friend of, or was she official housewife? I think she was a friend. I think she was going to be an official housewife, but then they, I think that they just had nothing, had nothing. And they were like, no, we're good. She just kind of came in and just like flash in the pan. Wow. Wow. Sucks. Sucks. I just also want to laugh. Um, my last two things I have to say about the Jersey reunion. One okay. is one you're going to, they're both, they're going to, you're going to love 
from learning that Louis loves Sex in the City. It's his favorite show. He loves Sex in the City. It's his favorite no, show. No, but they think that they're fucking Mr. Big and Carrie Bradshaw. No, really. When he was Which like, makes so much sense in the way that they behave. A hundred percent. It all clicked when they said that. A hundred percent. And her and her her being like, well, Andy, or Andy goes, well, Louis, you know, you've been accused of like demanding sex all the time. And she's like, oh, I would. <laughs> no, it's like, Teresa, shut the Teresa, fuck up. shut up. Like, you're not making things better right now. Terrible, terrible. Great season of Jersey. I can't wait for it to come back. We're going to see a wedding. We've got a wedding. We're going to see a wedding. I'm excited. No one's going to be there. No. Except for maybe Dolores. We'll see how that works out. No, I think the end, everyone will end. I think that'll be a huge plot point, like who will get invited, but I think everyone will end up getting invited, including Marge. Mm, We'll see. We'll see. Will Tiki and Tracy be on the guest list? We will know. No. All right. Should we go to Atlanta? ATL. Um, okay. Now this one, again, uh, I watched this one. I love this show, but you're going to have to guide the shit because I, 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 I think you. I was so enthralled that I didn't write a lot down. No, you're fine. Great. Um, okay. So like Brooklyn is having a birthday party. Oh, that's going to cost $15,000. Can we talk about how cute that okay. kid is? Brooklyn is adorable. Brooklyn is. Smile on her face all the time. Yes. Just beautiful. A great kid. Looks just like her mom. Has just a little bit of Mark's features, but the best ones, like, adorable. You're right. $15,000 is so much money. Absolutely insane. Insane. It's insanity I will never do that. The thing is, is, like, at that age, like, kids aren't going to remember their birthdays until, what, like, their I'm sorry. Birthday? We had really fun parties at my house as a kid yes. in my backyard yes. with Costco cake, and all of us were happy. You know what it was? Every... Every birthday, we would go to the Hallmark store and we'd go, okay, which one of the character, which, what's the birthday of this year? And it's like, okay, I want to do like Batman this year. And then you get all of the Batman plates. Yes. Things. You go to Party yes. City or whatever. You pick out your theme for your birthday and then you go and you have a Costco cake. Yes. Costco pizza. Yes. Remember how good that is? Yes. Boom in the backyard. Water balloons. Easy. Happy freaking birthday. Easy. $15,000? and the donkey or something of the like. But I'm sorry. Yeah, for what? Again, the, most, what happened? Most the open of, bar? No, most of the money, exactly. Most of the money was spent on literally probably the food that the moms ended up eating and the alcohol and the, the venue. The party was for the moms. No, 100%. Except for one of them who... who let, we'll get, for, into, we'll that. get into that. We'll get into we're, that. We're jumping ahead. But anyway, okay. uh, love Brooklyn, love the party, uh, but let's circle back and go from the beginning. Okay. Um, so let's talk about uh, the archives business plan. So basically... We, we come to find out, like, this is the plan later, but Marlo's just trying to get Tyler Perry to get into contact with her so that she can rent her wardrobe to Tyler Perry for movies and And you TV. know what? I, you know, I appreciate her hustle. Yeah. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just, if I were her, I wouldn't get so offended when people are confused about what it is, well, what, also, what the archive is. Also, the fact that you, you don't, like, shop it. There's nowhere to shop it. You, like, send them an email and then they send you a questionnaire and then they send, and then you send that back. And then if they want to work with you, yeah, it's they'll like, send you an email, ugh. an offer, you know, it's so, it's, again, I love Marlo. God bless her. Whatever she wants to do. Go. She for kills it. me. But I love she her. just doesn't make any sense. Well, she was like, well, she was talking to Sheree cause Cairo's working at, uh, Tyler Perry in the wardrobe department, actually. So she right. was trying to work that connection, obviously. Right. But she was saying that she's getting into acting herself because she is an actress and she is on the IBC key. I, the to GB. The producers could not get her to say it. God it bless was, her. It's, I've been there. I think Marla would be great in the Tyler Perry universe. I do. Um, 
think she'd be uh, great in any universe. I just don't, you know, actress. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. I could see her up on the stage winning an Oscar and saying, I would like to thank Bravo for giving me my start. Speaking of which, I know, well, I know this is jumping around a little bit, but speaking of like a winning an awards, I Candy fully came out and said that she wants to be an EGOT. Oh, okay. said, I want to be an Emmy winner, Grammy winner, Oscar winner, Tony winner, which makes so much sense because she's been producing so many Broadway, Broadway plays shows. recently. Yeah. Um, and now she has a Grammy, right? Yes. She has a Grammy. That's the, one, the only one she has. Yeah. So she needs a Tony, which honestly, she may win this year for producing A Strange Loop on That's Broadway. That's what you were saying. We she's also, I think, I think she's also producing The Piano Lesson next year. Like, she's going to win a Tony probably for well, producing at some point. Piano Lesson, doesn't that have, like, a lot of big people in it? Yeah, like Danielle Brooks. Yeah, Like, she's going to be, she'll probably win the Tony. The Oscar, I could see her winning maybe a best song. Um, like, writing a song with someone. Or producing a movie. Or, or producing a movie. Um... I don't know about acting, although she is like trying to be more of an actor nowadays. And well, I, she, for maybe she gets an Emmy. Maybe she like has like a well, see, featured. Emmy, there's featured so role. many things that, as an Emmy winner, she could uh, best Do. guest actor, best, yeah. or um, she also could write a song or something for like uh, a show, a show or something. Like she'd be a host. I she think could she could anything. do it, but like she fully, I, I think it's really bold to come out and fully be like. This is I'm, I'm Tracy Morgan like, from 3 Rock, and I'm going to be an EGOT. I'm going to wear a necklace right. that says I'm an EGOT. You say, you say Tracy Morgan. I'm like, who are you, Lin-Manuel Miranda, being like, I want the EGOT. Like, very <laughs> vocal about it. Um, but uh, no, I want it for her. I want it for her. I do, too. I mean, and I think she could do it. Um. Okay, should we move into the Anthony assistant situation? I mean... It's all so ridiculous because at the, at the end of the day, if I were either one of them, my reaction would be, oh, this person needs to not work for any of us because he is really shady and plays every side of every fence. Well, yeah, because Sheree tells Marlo that she's heard stuff about Drew and the husband. And there's something that we find out later oh that God. she's heard about. We need to get into that. And, and all this stuff about Drew, whereas we know that Anthony's saying the same stuff to Drew because when she was telling, uh, was she telling Candy? Uh, so yeah, that that she knew that Sheree hadn't paid. Yes, Anthony. Yes, and wasn't gonna pay him, and there was all this money owed for work that he had done. Yeah, Anthony. But- yeah, Anthony told Drew that Sheree uh, never paid him for being an assistant, and then Anthony also told Sheree that Drew needs to look out for her husband because her husband is like stepping out on her, but he's also gay. Yeah. And this is Ralph all revealed. Is gay. So this is all revealed at the birthday at party, birthday party at birthday which party. is so ridiculous. So yeah. So basically they play this like game, the where, shady tea game, the shady tea game where Kenya is like, so everyone's going to like, well, first wasn't like happy tea. It was like a sweet game at first. And then they all put like shady comments. And the first comment was like, Candy sucked dick in the locker room. And she was like, what? And everyone was like very confused. And no one owned it and said that they wrote it down. It was Marlo, right? I, I or don't Sheree? know. I don't know who it was. Everyone but it's denied like, that it was no one, them. And, no one believed, and it was like, stupid. I think someone was joking. You know, yeah, I think it was a so joke. Dumb. But then one is like, basically like they're just playing this game and things are coming out about, you know, people's lives. And then, uh, it's about Sheree not paying Anthony and Sheree's like, well, he didn't do work. So of course I didn't pay him. And like, so you didn't pay him. She's like, well, no, I, I, what, why would I pay him? I didn't do any work. And they're like, well, you owe him money. And then she's like, well, I know stuff about you drew. 
and other people that are friends with, you know, people around in the area. That's the thing. It came from other people that said that, oh no, we've been hearing from him that your husband is gay. Yeah. And that honestly would make sense. And Drew wasn't fucking listening because she didn't catch it first. Yeah, she thought it was something else. She was like, oh, he's going to be on probation because like, oh, he shouldn't be talking. About anybody for anything. It's like, no, no, no. Listen to us. He's the one that's telling all these women that your husband is gay and stepping out on you. Yeah. I don't know. It was all bizarre. It was so stupid. Can't believe they were doing this at a kid's birthday party. I, the, um, the one lady who was drunk and getting up and make, making a scene. I think she just wanted to be on camera be like, this I is just, a child's birthday party. I think she just wanted to like be a part of the action. Yeah. She, it was, it was a weird move. Cause she was like having so much fun at the beginning. She was, didn't she take a shot? Or was, she like, did. Drinking? And she was also like smiling and laughing at all the shit that was happening. It was very, very bizarre. I was like, girl, what's going on? I don't uh, know. But, it was a really stupid argument. Um, looked like Drew and Sheree were also maybe going to hit each other at the end with getting their hands at each other's faces. Drew, yeah. it, Drew just like, I don't know, gets in this, I don't know. Sonia made a comment about how Drew got into this kind of like catty, bitchy, like weird attitude, attitude yeah. that I didn't like either. It was very, very bizarre. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she's like, I think she's letting Sheree really get to her. And I think that's that everyone's noticing it is like Sheree can get under her skin. I also think that no like Ralph is a huge hot button right now because he's being psychotic and horrible. And yeah, she's on edge. May possibly be like cheating on her with men and women, men and women, which is crazy. Um, Yeah. So I'm sure that that's put her in a rage. Gosh, it's so imagine. crazy that Kenya was the calm one this episode trying to keep the peace and like, yeah, it's wild. The tables have turned. Well, yeah, the, 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 what the party looked cute though. I loved when candy accidentally stepped in. They were all waiting for Brooklyn to enter. And oh my God, like, bla- why is everyone waiting for Blaze's me? face? Why? I'm like, what the hell am I okay. doing here? I just woke up from a nap. I don't want to be at this party. We got a new, we got a new house kid. We've got deuce, which is oh, yeah, deuce. Sanya's Sonia's Sonia's son who's four so he's just a year one year older than brooklyn he was so cute so cute they're all like growing up so fast i know i love i love the kids in atlanta they're so it's so funny to see them just sprout up like little little what do you call them i don't know sprouts (laughs) sprouting up like little sprouts sprouting up like little sprouts god bless you um the i just want to say i think the last thing we want to talk about with atlanta before we move on is one that accident that Sonia got into was terrifying. Holy crap. It's so scary. Could have been so bad. Fatal. Wild that they had cameras. Yes. Crazy. Um, good of Drew to like drop everything and yeah, go and just go and be her. with her friend. Yeah, leave your dumb uh, you know, Anthony assistant. Oh, gosh, he, he bugs me so much. Yeah. Um, and they're going to New York City. <gasps> our our big city. I know. I wish I would have known. Well granted, I don't think we were here when they were here. We but. they probably probably weren't, but I, now I want to see where they go. I want to see the places and then see if I've hit any of the spots that they do. And if not, like got to go. Now we got to go. I know there's a lot in, there's a lot in New York. I want to see, but so. um, nothing else happened, right? It was most of the party, the charade and drew of it all. Mm-hmm. Great. It was a great episode. Again, Atlanta just always delivers. So good. All right, let's move on to Beverly Hills. Holy moly. Such a good episode. So we've got Diana. Diana's in the mix now. Okay. Because you told me the story so well before we press record today, uh, you got to just lay out for our, our audience, like who this woman is and where she came from. Because I mean, as of now, who knows what she's going to do on the show later this season. But right now, all I can say is this woman is a badass. She is so cool. 
Okay, so uh, Lay it out. this is all Googled. So if I'm wrong... Well, she corroborated a lot of this, but like, I okay. want you to tell because there were parts also, that she before, left out. Before I tell the story, can you tell everyone what you, what you said she is? <gasps> she is the Ultron version of Yolanda. <laughs> so Yolanda is... Yolanda Foster. Version. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she, like, Yolanda is, like, the, um, what, the Jarvis? Yeah, like, just, <laughs> This like, is all Marvel, bot. by the way, guys. Marvel, this is Marvel culture. Uh, she's the Jarvis of it all. And then Ultron when, took her over, and she, now she's become Diana, Diana. Diana Jenkins. Okay, so Diana Jenkins. What, what do we, what do we know about Diana? So she is a Bosnian refugee, so her family, as we know, I'll watch on the show, had to escape, uh, war-torn country, and they moved, and then she lived in Europe, and she said she was, you know, working for most of her life, just trying to make ends meet, you know, for 10 years. She said she was just surviving. It was a hard life. She met her husband. I think his name is Richard Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Like the... Wait, I don't know if it's Richard. No, because Richard Jenkins is the actor. <laughs> but his last name is Jenkins. He was like a uh, British investment banker, right? Yeah. Yeah. There there might be a multiple Richard Jenkins. That sounds like a very oh, British. Roger Jenkins. Roger. There we go. Roger, Roger, Roger. I was close. You were close. Richard Jen- so Richard Jenkins, the so actor. So on brand for you. So she married. So, no. So Roger Jenkins, and he's a successful b- banker, yes. So he, she, like, knew people because she's foreign and, like, is a, was a nice person and cool or whatever. She ended up introducing him to, like, people from Qatar and, like, a royal family that made an investment through him. And so he made a ton of money. Like hundreds of millions of and, dollars. And he even says like she was the one who like introduced him to these He people. credits her for like the sale and yeah. for the, you know, the whole thing. For his success. So they got it. They have two kids. They got a divorce and she made off with like $250 million. Um, now, I don't know if she's married, but she's partnered to a 33-year-old um, they're, they're singer. Their fiancé. It's her fiancé. Oh, they're about the to get show. married. And they have a three-year-old child. She had a child at 47, Hala. Mm-hmm. Good for her. That's amazing. Crazy. Crazy. The boyfriend or fiancé, Asher Monroe, he was Chip on Broadway for the first national tour of Beauty and the Beast, which means I saw him Probably. as Chip when he came to the Orpheum in San Francisco because I did see that. Yeah. I think in like 97. Um, He's interesting. He's a little, inter- he's goofy. He's a little interesting. Well, then, he was, he's also been on a bunch of TV shows. He was like on the parenthood. He was on Zoe. He has that Disney channel I kid thought, vibe. I, I thought he was one of the big time rush boys. Now, honestly, that, that, that tracks, but, um, she seems pretty cool. Uh, she I, seems I okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Granted, she's friends with Rena, so I feel like she's gonna start some shit and be. So I'm a shady. little nervous about her. I I think yes, she lives a very lavish lifestyle. I think she's very interesting, but I have I I've got a bad gut feeling about this. But this woman, I truly do. I think she's gonna be a, a problem. Troublemaker. I think, yeah, I don't think she's nice. I think she is nice, but I think she's gonna. I don't think we're gonna see a good side of her. Oh, well, great. Welcome to the show. Diana. All right. So the episode starts with after we have the Dorit. Well, well, actually, the actual episode actually starts with taglines. We have our taglines. Oh yeah, we didn't go over taglines, y'all. It's been it's been a minute. So we're gonna read the taglines because we haven't um, let you guys know those yet, and they were revealed on the episode this yes. week. I think I know my favorite, but like I'm gonna once we read through them, I'll I'll reveal. Okay, so. Let me know if you want to start or you want me to start. Oh, I'll start because it's Kyle and I I am Kyle. So, Kyle Richards, when you're the real deal, 
You don't have to pretend. All right. Um, I'm going to do Erica. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have nothing to hide and nothing to lose. And that makes me dangerous. Which I, I, I really like that one. Um, th- okay. This one I'm doing because I swear to God, she stole it from me and I can prove it because yeah. quick little story over the pandemic, y'all Eddie made our, like our group of friends, our pod during the pandemic, these housewives cups that have our own housewives taglines on them. And we, uh, Eddie told us to submit our own housewives taglines. And I thought long and hard about mine. And mine was, they call me karma. Cause I'm the bitch with the receipts. And I know it's proof because yeah, it's, it's on, on a cup. cup. It's etched on a cup that you made in 2020. So Lisa Renna, whoever you are, you stole this for me because this is Lisa Renna's tagline this season. Hi, I'm karma. And yes, I am a bitch. I think, thief. Yours, I think yours is better. I think so too. I'm thief. Renna, I love you, but you're a thief. All right, continue. All right. Dorit Kemsley. Well, this one, oh. you can take all my things and you won't, and you won't have taken a thing that matters. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. I know you speaking of which, or of course I say it's beautiful. You roll your eyes. Um, Garcelle Bouvet. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Good. It's solid. Sutton Strack. Ugh. If you want to see it at my table, you best mind your manners. Oh, it, wow. It, well, it's better than her other one. I can't even remember it, but I hated her other one. Uh, Crystal Kung Mikoff. They say talk is cheap, but in Beverly Hills, it can cost you. Solid. It's good. Yeah. It's giving me Kyle Richards a little bit, you know, like in this city, I'm the queen. Only queens know how to be bees. Yeah. So Buzz <laughs> around Dorit, okay. be a little bee. Go. Do the yeah, last sorry, one. Diana Jenkins. The only thing better than having it all is having even more. The only thing better that I can't. <laughs> no, I, you I'm can't do a Bosnian accent. I'm trying to do her accent, but it's hard. Um, honestly, those are all solid. I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch. I think my favorite one is Rinna's, but that's because it's mine. But yeah. I also love... um. I love uh, Erica's. I think I like Dorit's is great too. See, I like them all. Yeah, I like it's a really solid list or of taglines this year. I think yeah, there's, there's a few I like, but I think my favorite. I think my favorite is Erica's. Yeah, I think it's, it's scary. It's spooky. Yeah, it's like spooky it's tooth. almost like aggressive. I haven't seen like an aggressive tagline like that. Yeah. So it starts with the aftermath of. Of course, the break in and we're looking at Dorit's house and they're talking about how the kids are don't even notice the security. So they've had to get security for the house, which makes complete sense. I would do the same thing. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Even though like most robbers aren't going to like hit the same house twice. Like, let's be real. No, but like just for their peace of mind, like Dorit's going to be all messed up for a while. She's going to need to feel that sense of safety. No, I would. I would just. Yeah, I would need someone like at my door that like it's going to be up all night that I know. Well, it's not, and PK was saying that the NYPD and the district attorney are actually going to really look into the NYPD. Wow. New oh, York's, oh New my York's God. LAP flying LA, in LAPD and the district attorney down there are going to actually like really look into the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, the kids are resilient. They're so young. They don't know what's going on. They also probably think that they're just crew members from the show. Yeah. That's, that's what I was so, thinking is they probably just think there are people working on the show yeah. and they're like, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, there's this, and I mentioned this, I noticed it even more at the party for Harry, but there is a light in Dorit's eyes that is off. Cause I know, unfortunately there's this like talk online that like people aren't sure if this burglary was real, real, whether it was staged or not. Like if it was exaggerated, I am not in that camp. 
just because and part and part of that reason why I'm not is because I just look at Dorit and just there's this light in her eyes that's gone and there's just, just this like this like she's just trying to keep it together kind of look in her eyes that's like I'm I'm half here I'm half not yeah like, a, a, kind of like a coping mechanism and I just don't think you can put that on yeah, her mind's always somewhere else than yeah. when she is there. When she is there, it's there's something missing. She's in a trauma. She's in a trauma state. Yeah, it just, I, maybe I'm making it up. It just looks like that to me. I believe her. Her talking to PK, she's like not really I, there. I do, I, you know, I yeah, I do believe it's it. This is gonna be a lot for her to get over, but I don't believe that B story. No, oh my god, she's the, like the bee. I very was so Confucius scared. of her. Don't be scared. You know what? I have a bee story too. My dad said, "Don't be scared of bees." If he said the same thing, like if you don't mess with them, they won't mess with you. And then had me go sit. Me and my brother go sit on a bee table where it was like a table that just had a swarm of bees around it. There's a photo of me and my brother sitting at the table, not moving. Guess what? Neither of us were stung. See, I think that that happened for her. I think that like her father told her like when things get hot, stay calm and cool in those situations and gave her an example of like, yeah, when like when you're surrounded by bees or when you're, you know, I'm sure that's partly true. But the Confucius say, pick up the bee and hold it. You will see that life is so precious. Like none of that happened. Love you, Dorit. But no. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, she's going to be going through it for a while. Yeah, it's gonna be rough, but at least she has PK and she's got her great friends. <laughs> her great friends, um, Kyle Richards, Halloween superstar. I like how she's <laughs> like, yeah, they're bringing me back again for the finale. I love her, I really do. Uh, most of the episode happens at the party. Um, Harry looks so good for seventy. Damn, he looks so handsome. Uh-huh. Um, I agree. I think you mentioned this earlier after we watched it that like this is clearly a party they put together for the show which hey i'm all for yeah that's my thing that's all i'm saying is harry hamlin has other friends beside no like really you're gonna invite set into your 70th birthday of just like what 15 people no this was a private birthday but when you're when you're when you're harry hamlin you have i'm sure like a whole month of events okay yeah that people put on for you you know he's a scorpio yeah he's a superstar Mm-hmm. As all Scorpios, we are. love him. We love him. But what I I love the fact though that what makes the whole Sutton and Lisa drama uh, so rich is the fact that actually Harry is slightly involved because he Harry doesn't up. get involved. Harry is a part of the show, but Harry doesn't like to get involved in the drama. But he felt the need to contact Sutton and say, "Hey, saw you almost what happens live. You, you're, you, I, we uh, go to the Elton John party every year. You know that that's not what happened in this situation. Like, you need to not say things that aren't true. Like, that is crazy to me that he felt the need to say something. Well, that, I mean, Harry does get involved sometimes, as we've seen on the show before. But I, I think this is, I think this Lisa's right in the situation where it's not a good look on the." Charity, it's no. not a good look on you. It's not a good look. There on was just us. no reason for Sutton to bring it up in the at first all. place. No, because what we discover at the party is that so this is sort of where the story, the stories collide is that they go. It sounds like Sutton and Lisa and Harry all go to this party for Elton John every single year. It sounds like, or uh, at least Lisa and and Harry do. It sounds like Lisa and Harry decided, oh, we're gonna not do our normal thing and do our own table or do our own tickets, and we're gonna go with Sutton because Sutton's offered yes. to be like to front. Uh, she she wants to front us for the 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 event this year. I don't know. I guess they were good friends and everything was cool and kumbaya. Um, and so Sutton takes care of everything, and Sutton proves that by bringing receipts to 
the dinner yeah. and showing them, um, even though there's some controversy about the the sophisticatedness or the the classiness of showing receipts. Diana's at the party. like, it's not classy of either Stupid. of you. Either but, of you. Classy. And that's where sort of Sutton's story ends, is that she paid for the tickets, there was a table, Sutton took care of them, and she didn't get a thank you. But where Lisa picks up from there is that actually last minute the table was canceled for whatever reason, or something happened to the table, and Lisa and Harry last minute had to make a different plan by going and doing a special interview with IMBD for 30 minutes and then sitting at the IMBD table. But then everyone ended up going to the charity event anyway, and everyone ended up spending money anyway. So it ended up being, it all doesn't being matter. moot. Yeah. So again, it just goes back to Sutton. Like, why did you bring it up and make something out of nothing? Like, that's fucking dumb. And she did apologize. She was like, I. But put I'm my with Kyle and Garcelle being like, okay, why are we fighting about this at the fucking birthday party? Number one. Number two, don't make up and pretend you guys like love and adore each other. Yeah. That's stupid. It's stupid. So silly. Um, But I also agree with Kyle. It's like, why is this at the forefront of your minds when your friend just got held up at gunpoint? Yeah. And yeah, th- this is, we'll get into that a little bit more because there's like a follow-up after Oh yeah, there's the like dinner. a post-credits scene. But it's <laughs> not post-credits. And- this is the middle of the episode. It's wild. But... Erica and Sutton also get into a little tiff because get into this, please. This was nuts. So we have Sutton is apologizing to Lisa, like we said, for the whole situation. And then Erica goes, where's my apology? And Sutton goes, Oh, you're not getting one. And Erica goes, Oh, like kind of laughing. Like why? Uh, so it's mutual. Our hate Our, is mutual. No, She goes, she goes, oh, why? And Sutton goes, cause I hate you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, Erica goes, oh, so our hate's mutual. Good. Good to know. And yeah. They, and then Erica goes, go fuck yourself. Oh, go fuck, and that's then goes, what it is. Yo, you go fuck yourself. And then Sakao's like, yo, guys, ladies, ladies, let's not do this. It just, well, first of all, Erica's a little overserved. And I think we're going to get overserved Erica all season. Sutton is also overserved. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here for it. I love the two of them at odds. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. Uh, but the, I mean, just aren't I think they are so past the point of no return with each other that they're just gonna go for it. Yeah. Um but I uh I love Garcelle also being like, if this is how it's gonna be, like I don't have to stay for this. But I also yeah. love that she sat back down with Kyle and that they're able to bond. I don't know why I want Kyle and Garcelle to be friends, but I just feel like they Well because they were at odds. Well yeah. Oh that's why because they were, you know And now you're like I want them but to But I also I, they for me I think more than any of the other ladies call out the bullshit more than anybody else. And I think they're going to start to bond more over that. Over that for sure. I agree. I agree. Um, Speaking of Kyle, let's go to that scene with Sutton and Kyle. Yeah. I was going to say the only other thing that happened before that was us going to Diana's house, which is just, she's got a cool house. We meet her. Oh my God. Her son is so cute. Damn. uh, A hot fiance and people get, and a cute little baby mixed up and the baby who's eating avocados. (laughs) <laughs> great but yeah so Sutton and uh are Sutton and Kyle are talking about Francophile who oh um, yeah I mean come on Kyle get us together like this isn't hunky-dory also oh saying that. truly missing Kathy me too I know Kathy's like problematic now but I miss her I want her to come on the show where was Kathy at that where's Kathy Maybe she's maybe. Well, no. Remember, she she wasn't in the first part of the season because she was still negotiating her contract. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, well, it's gonna take a second to get her, but I need her. (laughs) But yeah, they're talking, and basically, Sutton's trying to say like, I'm an impasse. I really felt what Dorit was going through, and it was just really hard for me to. And I express my feelings differently, and Kyle's like, 
no, I'm sorry. Like you're being crazy. You're doubling down. And I don't know what to do at this point because yeah, yeah, basically Kyle's like your issue is, is not that like you didn't acknowledge it. It's like that you acknowledged it so quickly and just moved on and then tried to insert yourself and your own issues into the problem, which no one cares about. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got robbed when you were a kid. Yeah. Your dad shot himself, but that trauma should make you even more empathetic and, and it's like so clear that she's only bringing that up. She's doing that to excuse her behavior because like what she doesn't want to admit is that she is a little emotionally obtuse and that her reaction to, you know, Dorit's predicament is to sort of like, just be like, be well, like, Oh, what about what, what's going on with I've me? Been like, that too. It's all like, relative. It's, yeah, blah, get, blah, 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 blah. Uh, get over it. You know, we're all going through shit, which is not a great response. Instead of just owning that and accepting that and being like, Oh, I need to work on that. It's like, Oh, well I have all of this stuff with me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like a Kyle. It's like you're doubling down. You're being crazy. You're not being like sensitive and like, what's wrong with you? Like yeah. you're being is something going on with you. Like, and then just sudden being like Kyle, giving her a look. Like we're on camera. Don't do this to me. It's like no, no, no. No, like, this call is her out. Show, this yeah. is what the show was for. Like stop being crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Oh, I love these ladies. I love the show. Like again, I need Bravo to be at this level. I need every show to step it up to Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Yes. Jersey's almost there, but like OC, if you're not going to come back and be this good, don't come back. Yeah. I mean, we got rid of Dallas and I'm I know Heather, Dubai. Heather can only do so much. I'm for excited OC. for Dubai. I think Dubai is going to be <gasps> Ooh, really Dubai, good. I think is going to, I think Dubai is going to change the game. I just have a feeling again, guys go watch the trailer and check out that spoiler at the end. It's so good. All right. Well, I think we, I think we mentioned it all. We did. We did. Well done, sir. Awesome. Well, if you aren't already, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Also, don't forget to like and rate and review and share and play and let us know what's up. Um, if you're on social media, we are too. You can find us by searching Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Adios.